Hello, everyone. It is Candidate Free Francine, and you are listening to Eyes Up Here with Francine on the iHeartRadio Network or wherever you get the podcast. As always, I'm joined by my partner, Chad. Chad, what's up? Chad's are in full effect, ready to get rolling. You know, I'm tired. I have a bit of a sinus infection. I What's up with that? It's wearing me down. You know, I'm really tired. And plus, we're recording on a Monday today, and Mondays I fast. And so I'm a little bit hungry. Not hangry, just hungry. And I want some food, but, I, I, you know, I can't have it. And I'm happy to report I lost four pounds. Oh, Four pounds, uh, yes, four pounds. Um, I got off the birth control. Um, they didn't tell me to, but I did because it made me gain. <laughs> it made me gain weight and uh, no woman wants that in their life. So I got off it. So now I am four pounds lighter. And um, I think with the fasting, maybe I'll, you know, I can get to my desired weight of 135 <laughs> in, in maybe like five years. if <laughs> I keep it up. Keep it up. I'm keeping it up, you know, uh, but so far so good, but I'm just tired today, man. I just, you know, if I could just sleep through the night, just, just lay my head down around 1030, sleep till seven. Wow. What a treat that would be. If you're fasting, I'm slowing because, uh, I did not, I'm not fasting this morning. I think I gained four pounds with breakfast. <laughs> you gained the four that I lost Yes, at breakfast. <laughs> oh, well. Wow. Yeah, you were talking about that French toast. Yeah, big hearty French toast, some eggs. Uh, nice. there, there's a, a product on the market uh, by The Rock. Here's a, I'm plugging them. I, I don't even know who makes it, but he did an Instagram post maybe a year ago or something about this French toast. Have you seen it? No. So uh, my husband saw it. And of course he had to buy it because, you know, why not? It was like $74 for this freaking French toast. French toast? <laughs> I don't know how much it was. It was expensive. Jesus. <laughs> it was, the, and I don't even, you didn't have to like heat it up or anything if you didn't want to, I don't think. Although I think it came on ice. Did we put it in the microwave? Whatever we did, um, it was the most delicious thing I've ever eaten in my life. It came with the bread. It was already made up, like whatever was on it, cinnamon or whatever. It came with this uh, this maple, peanut butter maple syrup that had like coconut almond flakes in it. Oh my God. It was so good. Like the, the, it was this thick. It was like that brioche thickness bread. It was one of the most delicious things I've ever put in my mouth. Let's just say that. I don't even know who makes it, but The Rock uses it for his cheat day. And holy hell, it was good. So good. Um, but we ate that like a year ago and I hollered at my husband for spending so much money on like a treat for one night. It's like, are you insane? I zoned out for a minute. You were talking about your husband and putting things in your mouth, and I've zoned out for. You yeah. are such a pig. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, it was really good. And the French toast was good. <laughs> yeah, and it, but again, it wasn't like you dip it in egg, you put it, you know, in the pan. It was kind of like it came. I think we just microwaved it, and then you microwaved the. Pe- it was a peanut butter maple. Oh my god, it was so good. Now I want some, and of course, you know, I don't have it. Number one and number two, I'm fasting, so I can't eat a thing. Which sucks because, you know, and dummy me when I fast, you know what I do? I watch food videos all day long. Yeah, that's not good. That is the worst. But I find myself just watching people eat food, rate food, make food. So dumb. I'm such a dumb human being sometimes. I don't understand. When does your fast end? Tomorrow. Tomorrow, just to go the whole 24 hours? 24 hours. Yep. Yeah. So I try to do just water. And tea and just go, you know, crystal light. I'll allow myself some crystal light just to keep it going. But it's tough, man, especially when you're sleepy. I just, I want to, I want something to eat. (laughs) I can't eat anything. So I don't blame you, but I'm doing it. I'm doing it because I'm not fasting in Disney. Let me just tell you that that's not happening. We have so many new restaurants on our list that I am so excited to try 
And believe me, you'll get a whole recap when I, the show's just going to be me talking about food, by the way. Get ready. Just letting you know. Oh, yeah. That becomes a whole podcast in itself. The, whole the Disney recap, that's yes. a. That's going to be a, a whole, whole show. Yeah, sorry. We'll, we'll for, throw a little bit of wrestling in for there. For those but. new listeners, that's uh, that's a whole show in the itself. Deal. I can't wait. It's coming. It's bar, bar graphs of time spent in this park and what, what we ate. and Yeah. So we ordered uh, really quickly. We, you know, I get shirts for the kids every year, new shirts. We went last week to Kohl's because I usually buy through uh, the internet, you know, their shirts. And this year I just said, no, let's just go in person. Of course they had like two shirts out. They, they hardly had any shirts. Everything's online. So it was too late for me to order anything. So we go on Amazon my son is is almost taller than me now and the shirts that we ordered didn't fit him so i think oh, wow. he's 11 and i think he's in an extra large for men for disney shirts because he's a giant so now i have to find more shirts i have to pack i have two doctor appointments this week like there's so much going on but these kids are growing like weeds my daughter's taller than me and now my son's almost taller than me she is tall She's, she's, she's very tall, tall and sl she's like a model. She's tall and slender, beautiful. And then he's like his dad. He's just going to be a powerhouse and he's in the gym lifting. It's it's incredible how quickly these kids grow. You're going to have to widen yeah. the uh, the top of those doorways soon, you know? Right. <laughs> oh, God. So anyway, let's let's talk about wrestling. This was a big week for uh, the newly named TNA. Had a pay-per-view out there in Las Vegas. And from what I read, it was the uh, highest uh, house attendance that they've ever had, I think. I think that's what I read. And I saw the pictures and the building looked incredible. Yeah, building looked great. It looked so good. And it, again, it made me happy for them because I know what it feels like to be that little company that is trying to grow and they're just killing it they're doing great um they have some uh well one huge name that shocked me i'll be honest with you yeah nick nemeth um that shocked me because i would have bet the house that he was going to aew yeah. and then I, I sat back and i kind of thought about it um I, you know, I, I haven't talked to him, so I don't know what his mind frame is, but I know that he is doing a lot of other things. Yes. And TNA is the perfect fit for that kind of lifestyle because you are still represented in the wrestling community. You're still on television. You're still going to get, you know, major appearances. Right. Um, and I'm sure they're paying him a pretty penny because I think they're starting to get better houses. They're doing better, which means you can offer more money to talent, obviously. But he put out a trailer of this crazy zombie apocalypse. Oh, he's a wanted man, which is so brilliant. Um, could he be dipping his toe into acting and doing the comedy? And I feel like this group is the best fit for him because they're not on the road every week. Now, maybe that'll change, you know, if they get bigger houses and they start to perform more, maybe that'll change in the future. But like right now they just go, I, what is it like once a month or twice a month? And they just record yeah. a bunch of stuff, put it in the can and then they have it. And these guys are kind of like able to do whatever they want to do with their free time. Yeah. And that fits perfectly. And I get it. I get it. And it's a lighter schedule. It's Very. Not so much wear and tear on the body, you know? So uh, I was happy for him. I loved, I, you know, when he went into the crowd and he ripped his shirt off and the TNA shirt was underneath and that crowd just went batshit crazy. That was such a huge name. I don't think anybody like really thought that he was going to choose TNA, but I think it's a perfect fit for him. Yeah, agree. The location was the Palms in Las Vegas. Yes, yes, beautiful building. Yeah, the Pearl Concert Theater at the Palms. Okay, yeah, really. I mean, it looked great. 
the pictures that I saw, it looked great and it was packed. Yeah, it looked awesome. So uh, very, very happy for them. Um, another rumor, and I'm going to say rumor because that's exactly what it is. People were saying that Mercedes Monet was joining TNA because she was there. But from what I heard, she was there with Bailey just to watch Trinity wrestle. Right. So, um, you know, I think with her asking price, I don't know if uh, I don't know if she can get that kind of money from TNA from what I was told. But, uh, you know, who knows? And and also, too, with what Nemeth is doing versus what she does now, I'll tell you what, just a little bit backwards to go to uh, Nemeth and his touring schedule. I'll be doing a convention in a few weeks that he will be appearing at. And honestly, okay, you'd say, all right, maybe TNA is not taping that day. So it would have worked. It would have synced up, but AEW would be taping that day, right? So mm -hmm. that makes sense. It was like, well, how would he kind of work on the AEW schedule, right? Yeah. But then before he showed up on TNA last week, I started to see all these international dates that started to get released for him to do the, all these signings. He's going to Australia. He's going to England. He's doing all these international tours. And I'm like, there's no way he's signing with AEW right away if he's going on all these international tours. So then when he showed up on <laughs> TNA on Saturday night, I was like, all right, that makes perfect sense now that he's going on all these international tours. I don't think Mercedes is going anywhere near TNA because I don't think she's planning on doing anything like he's doing with these uh, international signings and anything like that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, the word I'm getting is uh, maybe AEW for her, but who knows? I don't know. This is taking forever for someone to sign her, to be honest with you. She's been a free agent floating around for months now. So um, mm -hmm. I have no idea where she's going to end up. There's an event in a few weeks that, that generally does have some surprises. Yeah. What's that? The Royal Rumble. The Royal Rumble. Weeks. Oh, okay. Uh, the event you're speaking of is, are you going to the Baltimore show? Yes. The uh, the Baltimore, uh, I forget what they, what are they calling it now? Uh, Megafest or, I, I'll pull it up by the end of the show. Okay. I, we haven't officially, it hasn't officially been announced, but well, as we're recording this, but uh, yeah, it's like Wrestle Mega Fest or something like that. Okay. Well, you can plug it towards. I'll plug it later. I'll yeah. It cool. Later. I was asked to do that by two people two or three people and um i can't do it i always get asked to do stuff when i'm in disney why is that i don't know i, know I can't I, make it i don't know but i'll, I'll miss you i would have loved oh, to see you thank you very much <laughs> um yeah so anyway that was a treat you know seeing seeing him show up there uh happy for the house um and i heard it was a great show um people said it was really really good and a lot of people sleep on on tna and they shouldn't uh i don't know if they have a better tv deal or if they're still are they still on access yes okay see i don't even know if i get that channel to be honest with you it's starting to pop up more now okay. on people's cable systems than it has in the past so you yeah. might i know i do and i think i i knew i had it on uh i have X xfinity but when i had verizon it was brand new and i know i had it on verizon because it was awesome it had all these great concerts and it was like a, it was a really up and coming channel and then they got new japan it was even before tna oh, okay. i know i have it now because i think we recently just got it maybe like six months ago i remember uh back in the day in ecw uh they used to say if you don't get ecw on your uh your cable system call your provider and demand <laughs> that they <laughs> put on ecw and i'm like uh, yeah they're just gonna you know make a channel or get because of on one person calling <laughs> well they, they were trying to start a campaign to get people to call their cable companies and ask for ecw to be on their you know cable channel or whatever they you know whatever channel they watched um i don't know if it worked or not but we were trying to <laughs> We were trying to rally the troops back then. Well, you guys so. rallied the troops a lot. Now, let me go back to Nemeth one more time in terms of impact. Haha, -ha. I didn't mean it like that, but <laughs> sure. So TNA's history, right? You know, it was always the WWE guy who jumped to TNA and it was who was going to make the biggest, you know, uh, imprint on their product. Okay. Sting was there. Sting was always the anti WWE guy. And he was always a mainstay with impact as their big star or TNA. You look at Kurt angle, right? Or you look at when Christian left 
WWE went to TNA and he became a really big name. I would say Kurt Angle probably made the biggest imprint of any of those guys who left WWE and went to TNA and brought the product up. Do you think Nick Nemeth has that ability to make an imprint the likes of a Kurt Angle did in 2006? I think so. Um, everybody associates Nick as Dolph Ziggler, right? Started in OVW, uh, was there since he was a kid, uh, there for years and years and years. No one ever thought he was going to leave that company. People thought he was just going to stay there and retire. Uh, that's, the, you know, the stuff that I always read about him. Um, also, never really given a chance to be that top, top guy. And the work ethic that he had, and we talked about this, it, it, it kind of stands for itself. He was one of the guys who was a team player, who would work, who would put people over, who would make people look like a million dollars, and then go on his days off and do the press for WWE. And, and he was just a workhorse for them. So having him leave and go somewhere like TNA, where you know they're going to put a strap on him. Yeah. It's inevitable. They're they're going to make him maybe world heavyweight champion. They have to. I can't see them not pushing him to the moon. And by the people's reactions like again, I don't think anybody expected him to be there. So for a company like TNA, I think this is a huge huge thing for them because again, I think everybody thought he was going to AEW and would he have gotten lost in the shuffle in AEW? He might've, even though we all know he can work rings around half that roster, but they might've, you know, not pushed him to his full potential. I think in TNA, he is going to be the guy. He is going to be like the Roman Reigns for WWE. Nick Nemeth is going to be that for TNA. That's yeah, my yeah. opinion. That's where I see them. I see them pushing them him to the moon in this company. And he deserves it. I think he deserves it. So, you know. Yeah, you're, you're, hey, he's 41 you're right. years old. I don't know how long. I, I, people are even speculating. Did he even sign a contract? Is he in there on a handshake? Like, I didn't see anything that said he signed something with them. But maybe he did. And like we said before, it's usually like a three-year deal, but I, I don't know, you know, what his contract entails or if, if he even signs something. But if they're going to push him to the moon and he has that schedule that he can do what he wants and has the time off and can dip his toe into other interests, I mean, this is like the dream job. You know, I would love, that's, I, I said it before, if I could work anywhere, I'd work for TNA. Yeah. If I was trying to get back in the business right now, I'd lobby to work there because you can do so many other things and you're still going to be on television and people are still going to see you and recognize you as a face in wrestling. And it also has a hybrid of guys you want to manage and guys you did manage. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's not even the point. It's just like I just hear all this great stuff about the locker room and, you know, how everybody's so personable and everybody gets along. That's what I like, you know. Um, that's what I had in ECW. That's what I would look for in a company. And plus, I wouldn't want to be on the road five days a week because that's not something that I – can do at this point. And I, and I don't look for everybody listening. I I'm not trying to get a job anywhere. Like I'm good right here in my house. Uh, I've said that a million times, but if I were to look and try and get back, that's the company I try and, and lobby for. So just my opinion. Come on. Nothing for the guys you used to manage and the guys you want to manage. Come on. Nothing for that. Nothing. Zero. Zilch. Oh my God. I mean, like, yeah. seriously, I, I didn't read all the results. There, there, look, there were some really good things on the show. Criticism by me. There were some really bad things as well. Okay. So, what was, did you watch it? I watched a good portion of the stuff that was released online. Obviously, I didn't buy the show, but I saw what was released. What was bad? 
Tell me on their that. countdown show. So they brought in AJ Francis, aka Top Dollar from WWE, who has been really pushing on social media, doing a great job promoting himself since he's been released, uh, going at it with fans and and kind of defending himself. Because I don't know if you recall, he's the guy that did the tumble over the top rope. You know, the plancha that failed and everybody ripped him apart. He's battled, you know, Jim Cornette in uh, the Twitter wars. And he's been critiqued to the high heavens for, for about two years in terms of uh, not having the greatest skills in the world, right? Okay. Well, TNA was bringing him in for a segment with uh, a personality named DJ Who Kid, okay, who's a rapper. He's been around for a long time as well. I've, I've heard him for years on Sirius XM. He used to pop in on Opie and Anthony, and I they still think he's on their airwaves somewhere with the uh, Jim and Sam show. But they did a segment with uh, Joe Hendry on the, uh, the, the Hard to Kill pre-show that was just god-awful, just so bad, just doing some corny comedy video, like making fun of, AJ Francis and you know the falling over the rope thing and calling him the cheese it champion and making fun of his weight, making fun of him failing as a wrestler and failing yeah. as a football player. And it's like, come on, like you're bringing in this guy who has a pedigree in WWE as, as something, and you're already tearing him down after I think he did a great job of building himself up for a few months and they made him look like a joke. But I, that's just my, my critique. It was just bad sports entertainment. That's, wow. that's my critique of it. So did you see uh, Dana Brooks? Uh, she, she, yes. So, so, okay. So I, did, I saw a picture of her, which she doesn't even, I, doesn't even look like her anymore. No, like her no. face is completely transformed. But anyway, um, I read she's getting a lot of heat. Because that character is a blatant ripoff of Tony Storm. Now, I didn't see it. Did you see her debut? I saw the the little clip that popped up. Yes, I did. And the critique that I see as well is the same thing that it's very close to that Tony Storm character. But it also reminded me of a character that WWE tried a few years ago for Emma that failed. So. It's so a little bit of both. Doing? Explain to me because I didn't see any video. I it just was just like a glamorous character, like a uh, you know, I don't know, like a starlet style. From you know, the, like the twenties, the thirties. I don't know if it was the twenties or thirties. Just like a glamorous starlet style Hollywood looking okay. character. But where I'll give her a lot of credit is she's been vilified by fans and the wwe universe forever for not being very good in the ring and you know for the little time they gave her you know just not being the the greatest superstar that they could have put on television and you know what guess in, in two minutes that she was on the tna uh airwaves she made an impact again i gotta use that word so did she just do a promo she came I, out and do a promo I, I i don't know if she did a promo as much as they just showed her in the crowd oh really okay well but again, okay. I could be wrong. I, I'm only going off of what I saw here online. So if she mm -hmm. did a promo, I did not see the full thing. I just saw the hubbub when she uh, when she came out and everybody lost their uh, their their crap. Um, oh, so she got a good reaction. Then. Ash by El well, online, everybody went nuts. The, the The character's name is Ash by Elegance. It says Ash by Elegance is front row for the Knockouts World Championship. Yeah, I think she just just sitting ringside. Ash and, um, by Elegance it sounds yeah. like a boutique. It doesn't sound like Here, a let me pull. I'll pull it up so you can see exactly what it looks like. Because, I saw you know, the it, picture. She looked oh, you beautiful. did see. I mean, look. She it, was it, wearing it's, like a black gown with like rhinestones on it. I saw her from the head up. Okay. Yeah. You know, that's, that's very much like the Tony Storm look. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, she's just kind of standing there, hanging out. Guy behind her is drinking a beer at the Palms. Oh, she's yeah. Definitely, uh, and she's go. got some little, uh, little sidekick uh, next to her here. This Friend. Little guy. I don't know who he is. but his, his little faux hawk thing going on, you know. Okay. But again, this is, this also reminds me of this. I, I think it was Emma Lena was the character. They were trying to reinvent Emma in this, like, elegant, you know, starlet-style character years and years ago. But that looks exactly like Tony Storm. Okay. Well, that's... Uh... Interesting. I was just reading a bunch of comments like 
blatant ripoff of uh, of Tony, and the fans weren't having it. So, but let me go back to what I was saying about the bad sports entertainment. Okay, if you're reinventing your your company, okay, mm-hmm. and yes, you do need the comedy. I get it. It's it's how you draw people in. But if you're bringing somebody in and you're you're trying to to have a new face on your television. Do you think bad sports entertainment is the way to go? <laughs> you know, I don't feel like I would have brought up all of his uh, failures. You know what I mean? Like you're yeah. you're trying to make a new TNA superstar out of this guy that you know used to work for WWE for a while um, and wasn't too successful over there. So I would try and uh, you know reinvent his character and not bring up his flaws to get him over with the crowd. Like, I don't, I don't know if this is like going to be a short-term deal for him. And if he's just in to do a job or whatever, or if he signed a deal, I don't know, but it, it sounds to me like they're just, um, here it is right here. Oh, (laughs) Oh. this was on the big screen. Yeah, they did this other yeah. countdown show, so it wasn't on the main pay per view. Okay. Well, they're putting, they're putting, uh, what's his name, Joe? They're putting him over the heel, obviously. But this is a little drastic. No, he's the baby face. But he's showing it, so he's healing him. They're totally healing him. Yeah, I don't get it. It's, it's very weird. <laughs> that the work? Yeah, right? That was funny. What's the significance with the cheeses? No clue. Okay. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I don't understand this. I don't understand this at all. That's what I'm saying. They're kind of setting them up for failure. Right? I mean, like, you're going to, a guy, like, you know, big dude like that, you know, you're bringing him in, you're making fun of him. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, unless he turns around and just beats the shit out of everybody, who knows? But is the crowd going to get behind him when they just made fun of him for 10 minutes straight? I don't know. What are they going for? Who knows? Yeah, very weird. Uh, other than that, though, I mean, strong show. I'm ready to watch Nemeth become the biggest non-AW, WWE yeah. star in the world. I'm pretty sure that's what's going to happen. And, and it makes me interested to, uh, I have to check to see if I have this channel. I don't know if I do, but if not, then I'm going to have to look up. Uh, I think they they put their stuff on um, YouTube. Yes. Also after it's done. So I can always catch up later on on the YouTube but uh, good for them. They deserve it. They, they've been around forever. You know, it's not, this isn't a, a flash in the pan company. They started 2002 because yep. I was on their first pay-per-view. But you were. So it's been uh, 22 years in the making. They've been around a long time. So kudos to them and, and the staff and the workers and I'm happy for them. I hope it continues. Yeah, they also signed. Uh, I, I think I believe they signed that kid Hammerstone, who was with MLW. Oh, I've seen him. Yeah, yeah I've he, seen him. He was on their big show. Guy. Yeah, big dude. Uh, p- people comparing him to Shane a few years ago because of that look with the blonde oh, yeah. hair and you know and the uh, the the big physique. They were comparing him to Shane a little bit, but I think he got. <laughs> I think he got too jacked. <laughs> he's like he's a monster. He looks like Brian. Yeah, he looks like Brian Cage now. He's so jacked. Wow, where is Brian Cage? Is he still with AEW? AEW, yeah, okay. exactly. Like, I haven't seen him in a while. <laughs> but when somebody has to say that for a talent like Brian, yeah, Kidd, like crazy. I know, I know. Oh well, um, well, good for them. I'm glad for them. I'm gonna have to catch up and uh, again, shouldn't sleep on TNA. Wrestling's been a huge thing right now, you know. We got this Royal Rumble season, the WrestleMania buzz. You know, it's it's everywhere you turn around. It's something's wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. Yeah, we're we're just trying to get uh, our weekend together for uh, WrestleCon. Um, 
Still getting calls. Are you booked? <laughs> Can I book you? Like, oh, dude. <laughs> we're a couple months out. We're, we've been booked. We were booked the day after WrestleCon ended in California. That's awesome. That's, that, that's great. You can't, I mean, to me, that's like, the, that's, that's the measure of not just the event itself, but it goes to show you like what Philadelphia yeah. and ECW mean to each other. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that's when, it, when, it, when, it, when a city can just solicit, elicit somebody to be like, Hey, we got to go grab blah, blah, blah. Now. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. It's, it's a special time for ECW this year for sure. And, um, everybody is uh trying to get partnered up with a vendor and i i think most of us are you know i think most of us are booked already so it's going to be good and you know a lot of us are trying to get together and like do a dinner um just for you know just private dinner for us just to hang out and have a couple drinks and um but it's it's hard because there's so so many events going on you know, that whole weekend and people are trying to get booked and make extra money and stuff. So, um, it's going to be a busy one. I mean, we're, we're signing, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then Friday we have to leave and go over to the arena and sign over there, uh, for the other half of the day and then do that battleground, uh, tribute to the extreme two show that night. Um, so Friday is going to be jam packed. So maybe, I don't know. Maybe Saturday night we'll have a chance to just hang out and relax. But I don't know. Did you guys need me to carry the flag that night for you guys? The you flag. Need, you need a flag bearer. The flag. The, you need a, a franchise flag bearer. You never asked me, but I mean, I, oh. I volunteer my services. Well, we don't have a flag, so if you want, oh, to I thought the triple carry. threat used to carry a flag to the ring. They didn't. No. <laughs> Team Taz had a. a oh, ring. that was right. I forgot. I, I got my. You part of Team Taz. I don't know. If no, he's no, 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 no. Um, I got an interesting one for you. Have you seen the stuff about the uh, the Vince McMahon Netflix documentary? No. So remember how it's been talked about for years? There was supposed to be this Vince McMahon Netflix documentary. You know, it was going to be uh, involving him. Then it wasn't going to be involving him. Then it was about the scandals. Then it wasn't about the scandals. <laughs> well, apparently, uh, it's about everything. They're putting everything in it. It's about everything. It's, so it's, is he involved in, in the creative process? He's involved. And he's letting them put the negative aspects of his life into this doc so according to one of your favorites out there dave Meltzer, <laughs> Boo. negative five stars it's covering the whole life of vince mcmahon and he, uh, Meltzer was actually asked to be in it it said uh, i've been asked to uh, i've been asked about every single subject that you can think of regarding vince mcmahon from childhood to last week practically covered everything does okay. Dave Meltzer know about his childhood the series when it started and how uh, the series when it started and how it's ended are completely different. When it started, it was just Vince McMahon, the owner of the company, and now it's not the owner of the company. And there's all the reasons that he's not the owner of the company: the payoffs, all the stuff that happened, uh, the years, uh, the, the many years that went into the documentary before all the stuff that happened. So it's any it's the how we got the company, all the good stuff, all the bad stuff, yeah. and the recent stuff. I would like to uh we're gonna have to watch that and do a recap. That sounds interesting. That sounds like a dark side of the ring episode, to be honest with you. Yeah, there's so many things I want. I like I always think about with Vince, like does he remember? Certain guys, not even certain moments, like certain guys, like he's so far removed from these certain eras. Like, does he remember certain personalities? You know, like he's he he's seen thousands and thousands and thousands yeah. of wrestlers come I through his his stable. I can't understand why he would let them show him in a negative light. What's he like got if to they're lose gonna what's that? What's he gotta lose? I mean, his dignity. If he didn't already lose it, you know, he's seventy-eight. He's been dragged through the I mud. Sold WWE. You know, he's a is billionaire. There a dollar, is there a dollar amount involved in this? He's got to be getting paid here. Oh yeah, yeah. This was years ago that they made this deal, but yeah, but to incorporate all the all the negative stuff, I would say 
I want a pay bump. You're going to talk about me like that? You got to pay me more. You know what I mean? I'm sure there's probably been negotiations and renegotiations. Scandal. People love a good scandal. Along the way. But, you know, I mean, this is something that you, you can think about the steroid scandal, the ring boy scandal, you know, the oh, Benoit stuff. I mean, if they're going to touch on every single thing. It's going to be an a eight-part documentary. It's going to be like eight hours long. There's no way they're doing this in an, in an hour or two. Oh, yeah, hell no. I mean, like, how could they cover everything? Did you bring the, the uh, briefcase of cash to uh, the, the, the Jimmy Snooker, you know, uh, arrest? Oh like my it was God. discussed. Wow. Like, if that's the kind of stuff they're going to talk about, like this could be the, the biggest disgrace, like uh, expose wrestling piece in the history of mankind. That's amazing. Uh, I'm curious. How long is this going to take to uh, get done? Has they have they started production on it? Yeah, they're working on it. So I wonder if it's going to be out this year. He says today I went to Los uh, Los Angeles to do a Netflix taping about Vince McMahon. I guess what I can say because I'm not supposed to say much about it is the Netflix series is going to be out sooner than you think. Ooh. It's a big freaking deal. They've interviewed all kinds of people. I was told the most interesting person they've interviewed is Vince McMahon. Of course he is. Why wouldn't he be? <laughs> it's about him, for God's sakes. How honest do you think he's going to be in this? What kind of Vince do we get? Do we I don't know. <laughs> I don't that, Vince or are we getting aggressive? Know, it's making me want to see it. I'm, I'm, I'm actually excited about this. I had no idea they were pursuing this. Um, I thought he was going to try and cover up everything, but apparently he's going to be open and honest. That's intriguing to me. Yeah, I want to watch it. Does he have the mustache or does he not have? Oh mustache? God, he's going to have the mustache. <laughs> I hate that mustache. I'm sorry, that pencil mustache. I can't. Well, interesting. Okay. Well, if you hear any more about it, let me know because um, it's going on Plex. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call you during your vacation. Oh like, God, no! Stop. You can text me. Everything. No, stop, Dumbo. Stop Pirates of the Caribbean. Stop everything that you're doing because you need to hear this. I need to. Yeah. I. Well, I could always watch it when we come back from the parks. I have an iPad. So I, I would be able to watch it, you know, before bed. But, um, oh, wow. That's interesting. I want to know how much he's getting paid because I'm newsy like that. $100 billion. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Man. Amazing. I would have told my oil in the chest story if they would have paid me for that. Ooh. Hey, there's still time. <laughs> I've told it like 42 times already. Go, but 43. Go, at, net, go uh, at tweet Netflix. <laughs> yeah, right. You forgot about one story that will make this go over the top. Well, you know, good for him. Make your money. I wonder what he's going to do with all his money when he croaks. You think he'll leave it to his children? Grandkids, maybe? I think he would leave some. I think the grandkids are going yeah, to be in for a nice payday. Declan McMahon is going to be in for quite the payday. The one is he the one that's playing sports? The football yeah, kid. That's the, uh, the that's Shane's son who yeah. uh, looks exactly like uh, like Shane. Oh, I love Shane. I love me some Shane McMahon. Well, good for uh, Vince. Keep making that money. The rich get richer, as they say. So, um, but I'm definitely going to watch that. So we'll definitely have to do something either. Uh, a podcast or YouTube on it once it comes out. Oh, because everybody wants my two cents. You know, everybody wants my take on everything. I mean, we're on the edge of our seat for your <laughs> your take on it. What, what are you right? What right. are you talking about? What? Is, so, I mean, there's again, there's just there's so much to kind of check out out here. There's there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot mm -hmm. of stuff out there. Uh, yeah. Matt Riddle, uh, you know. Uh, he did a signed by superstars virtual right after yeah. you did. I, I so, saw that and people were pulling quotes from him. He was uh, telling some dirt. Uh, the last one I read was, uh, I don't know if this was from uh, Rob's thing or he did another interview, but he had said that he was on the verge of making $1 million a year. He was currently at 750,000 in his oh, current contract. No, I see that. Oh yeah. I just read that. And I was just like, really? That's amazing. So if he would have re-signed, he would have got a million-dollar contract. Wow. According to him. And again, I don't know who he talked to. I don't know if that was during the show or he did another um, 
another interview, but I was just like, they paid him that much money. Never would have expected it. Nothing against him, but that's like top guy money. A million a year. It's pretty good. So you want to hear what he, what he said in this? Uh, <laughs> this is great. So he talks about how when he was on the Indies and he was doing interviews, he talked a lot of shit about Brock Lesnar. <laughs> right. So he met Brock Lesnar at the Royal Rumble in 2020. And he, he says, so I'm at the Royal Rumble, my first time on the main roster. I'm super stoked. And I see Brock Lesnar who walks next to me. And I'm like, what's up, dude? Then all of a sudden his security guard, who I'm good friends with now, came up behind us and he goes, you need help with this. And I'm like, what? And then Brock grabs me by the neck <laughs> and he didn't like ragdoll me, but he grabbed me by my neck and proceeded to tell me he would never, we would never work together and to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's listening. <laughs> and then uh, said he was apparently slated to like win the Royal Rumble at one point and that Brock came in at that Royal Rumble and they, I saw the clip Brock comes in the Royal Rumble, picks up riddle and boom. <laughs> Just eliminates him. Right eliminates away. him in two seconds, like a like a bomb. Wow, holding grudges. Yeah. Huh? Well, why was he talking smack about him? Just didn't like him. He figured he was never going to go to WWE, so we just <laughs> would talk shit about him. You know, and you never know who you're going to cross paths with in this business. You need to always mind your p's and q's. And he learned the hard way, I suppose. I, I mean, I remember interviewing him when he was on the Indies. And he was a good get because, you know, he had the UFC background. Yeah. And he was a guy who was transitioning from UFC to, to wrestling. So your big question for Matt Riddle was, what's harder, MMA or pro wrestling? And yeah. every single MMA guy says pro wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's that's what I hear. Um I'm going to be doing a show with him in March in, I think, Ohio. Uh, he's wrestling RVD on the show. So oh, that'll nice. be fun. Yeah, nice. that should be a good one. Um, but I've never met him. So, uh, you know, hopefully he doesn't big league me. I hate when I get big lead. I hate that. I can see. I can see why. It, it irks me. I just, it's, it's just like, just be nice and shake somebody's hand and, and don't be a dick. You know what I mean? Like I, I can't stand when people big league me because I don't do it to anybody. I always say, and then I say my name. I know who you are. I hate that too. It's like, okay, well, I'm just trying to be nice. Maybe you don't know who I am. Like, please, I know who you are. You don't have to tell me who you are. No, you, you are, you, I love, you do it right. I watch you, you know, at shows you do that to anybody who's around you. Yeah. You, you have the etiquette and it's, that's how, that's how you do it. You know, that old school. That's a lost art. In it really is. World. Yeah. And we, we, we went into that on other shows. I'm not going to, I'm not going to hype myself up again, but uh, you know, I, I just want to go and have a good time and, you know, make some money have fun with friends. That's what I'm looking forward to, but talk about your, your appearance. What's going on in, um, in Baltimore. Who are you taking? So I'll be working with my uh, good buddy, uh, Kevin Thorne. Oh, okay. And, uh, another, you know, so a good friend of mine is, uh, it's really his, it's his table. He's having me come and kind of oversee to help. But we're having Kevin come in to sign because his son is a little guy, maybe eight years old. And his son is basically vending at the MCW Fan Jam on February 4th at the MCW uh, or the RJ Meyer Arena in Joppa, Maryland, because the kid wants to pay for his WrestleMania tickets. Okay. So he's like selling his like stuff. Like he sells like Kevin's his wrestling son? stuff. No, no, no. The guy, my, my buddy, like his, my, my oh, the guy I know. Oh, is that the guy I met at the other show? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Virginia? You met him in Virginia beach. Yes. I met, I met both him and his son. Okay. Yeah. So, um, okay. Yeah, so Kevin's signing for, uh, this group here at the, uh, the MCW fan jam, uh, yeah. uh Riddle, riddles on that show as well as Nick Nemeth. So there's a lot of people blue meanies on that show. I would have taken the booking if I was home. You know, I would have did it, but, you know, I'll be at the happiest place on earth. So Alberto Del Rio, Lex Luger, Jimmy Hart. Yeah, there's a lot of names. And Kevin Thorne, who will also That's be a, there. And McDevitt. 
Danny runs that. Yes, that's right. Yeah, you know, yeah. I can't remember his name. For punishment. I haven't worked. I haven't worked with MCW in many, many years. Yep. Um, when I used to work with an indie in West Virginia, the talent with that indie used to cross over with MCW all the time. So I would be more close associated with MCW. But I also got uh, one Glenn Jacobs book at one of their big shows. So I used to hang around the MCW uh, backstage area quite often. 2016, 2017 time, but. Well, speaking of West Virginia, I just took a booking for the uh, bash at Beckley. I don't know if it's four, three. I don't know what number it is, but it's June 1st. I think it's four. I think it's four. Four? Okay. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm going to be going there. Hopefully this year it pans out because I was booked for the other one. <laughs> and I couldn't get a flight to uh, West Virginia. Apparently it's hard to get into uh, the town that I have to go to. So I told them, well, this time we're flying in the day before and we're going to investigate these flights early. So I don't go through what I did the last time. Cause remember I cried when I, yeah. <laughs> they canceled my flight. And I just cried. I put so much money into that show. Like I bought a dress, I bought shoes. I, I just, I bought $30 lashes. Like I bought so many things and couldn't even go. Um, Still have the dress. Maybe I'll try it on and see if it still fits. But uh, yeah, just got booked for that last week. And I'll be working with, I believe, Shane and Brian Myers. Oh, nice. The tag. And uh, I think I'm against Gary Dameron's uh, tag team. And I told Gary on the phone, well, me and you, we have a spot. We'll just sit there and sip some moonshine at ringside. <laughs> He says, oh, you got to do something to me. I said, I'll think of something, buddy. We'll do something together. I'm thinking, so, of, I'm thinking a nut shot, maybe. Let's go for the I don't know. Shot. I don't know what to – I would love to catfight him. That would be hilarious. <laughs> but I think with my stomach, I don't – Yeah, know. I thought your catfighting days were over. They are, but come on. How funny would it be with Gary? That would be pretty funny. That would be hilarious. So maybe, I don't know. Maybe I could work something out. We'll see. Um, but, yeah, that, that's coming up, so – but I would have done Baltimore if I was home, unfortunately. I know. I mean, I even called you because uh Yeah. Somebody had called me right before you and I was like, oh <laughs> sorry about that. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah. We'll, we'll miss it's okay. We'll I know. I like every year I never take bookings in January. And uh, you know, February I take them after I get home. So February 10th is my next booking, and it'll be at the wrestling um Wrestling Universe. Universe, right. Thank you. In Queens, New York, uh, 2 to 5 p.m. I believe it's myself, Sandman, Todd Gordon, maybe Just Incredibles in my time slot. And I think RVD is there all day. So we're from 2 to 5. So that's my next booking is February 10th. And I'll have the information on my Twitter and IG or X. I should say X. It's not Twitter anymore. But that's the next big one. It's the big one. Big shoe. Really big shoe. Yeah. So, and let me just plug something real quick. Uh, the YouTubes. So we just put up a video that I think is fantastic. And people are sleeping on it. And they shouldn't. If you have not checked out the channel, go on over to ECW Diva Francine on YouTube. And click... Uh, I forget the title of it, but it has to do with the, my long lost WWF commercial. And it is by far, I think, one of the best videos we've ever put out. Because it's just so random. And it contains random facts and random people. And it does contain one since Vince McMahon. Do you think he'll talk about that in this doc? It, there's a, a rumor is there's a chapter all about it all about that night wow that's gonna be amazing yeah seriously if you have not seen that video it's a lot of fun and it's it's a topic that a lot of people don't know happened and the commercial is in the video so i would just uh implore you to uh go check it out and watch it and leave us a comment and then if you haven't subscribed please go ahead and subscribe because we're growing. Yeah, you're right. No, it's, a, it's definitely one people are sleeping on. If you're a rare 
uh, enthusiast of wrestling, um, lost media. This is one of those things. I mean, I, it's one of the, I go out and look for like old dark matches, right? I, I try to find old production pieces that have never been seen before. This is that this is something that has never been seen before starring somebody in the business before they were in the business. Yeah. I was How like, can you beat that? I was like, I think I was 19 pushing 20 years old. And it's WWF. It's not even WWE. It's old school WWF guys at this party. And um, just go. I don't want to say too much. Just go go over and watch it because it's a lot of fun. And yeah. thank you in advance. And also, you know, I mean, to grab a membership as well. Check out some of the older content we've got on there. As well as, you know, full video episodes of this podcast that get uploaded to the membership tab as well and i mean if, even if you haven't just subscribed to the free portion of the youtube uh page i mean there's just so many videos to choose from past present and then beyond who knows what we'll put up next true okay so where can people find you if they want to if they want to find you where can if, they find if, you? <laughs> if you choose so humbly to find me it's at chad emb on twitter and uh, my website is ibexclusives.com and if you want to find me across the board on social media, you can find me at ECW Diva Francine. I hope you're staying safe. I hope you are staying healthy. And most of all, I hope you are staying extreme.